Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And we're back. <laughs> we're here. It's been a couple weeks. A few. I don't even know how many weeks it's been, honestly. At I least no two. Idea. At least two. So apologies to anyone who uh, is like waiting for the next episode. It just. <laughs> and they're like, why hasn't it dropped yet? I can't right. even believe it. Where are they? They didn't even tell us they were leaving. I'm like, I. Yeah, I went on vacation and then I dropped some balls. <laughs> like you maybe you wanted to stay on vacation. <laughs> yeah, I totally wanted to stay on vacation for sure. Well, and so the uh, the second Cauldron of Wisdom conference, virtual conference of witchery is coming up next weekend. So I've been putting all this free time, well, free time. I've been putting a lot of time that's not really free. Uh <laughs> I've been creating time out of nowhere. You want to talk about magic? That is magic. Uh, to get this thing up and going uh, because we're going to have nine presenters over two days just talking all kinds of witchery. And I've been working really hard to get that in place for everybody. And in the meantime, the podcast just sort of like went to the corner to wait patiently in the timeout zone. <laughs> Until we were ready to meet again. <laughs> yes. Between the vacation and the conference. Yeah. Anyway, if you haven't signed up for the conference and you would like to join us on April 22nd and 23rd of 2022, uh, we will be gathering together to virtually. So you don't, you don't have to fly anywhere or drive anywhere. You can just hang out in your PJs in your living room with some snacks and get witchy with us. We're going to be talking all kinds of things from palmistry to numerology to mediumship. Veronica and I are going to be presenting our tarot and yoga class called Embodying the Fool's Journey, right? It's going to be amazing. Yeah. It's going to be totally amazing. <laughs> Trust me, you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, <laughs> But I also just want to let you know, if you can't make the live and you're like, but I want to learn all these classes, I want to do all this. If you sign up, you absolutely get all of the classes um, in in the course site. So you'll have access to them like for always. So you can come back whenever it's convenient. When you have some free time, you're like, I need to brush up on my witchery. I want to learn about the goddess Oshun. Hook me up, yo. Nice. Cool. And yeah. Then, then it'll be there for you. It'll be there for you. Whenever you need it. Whenever you need it. <laughs> Tap right in. Anyway, hop on over to wisewomanwitchery.com and you can find the link under conferences to sign up and check out the full schedule. Because once you do, you'll be like, I'm totally signing up for that. Just saying. I mean, just to see Veronica and I, right? Oh, I mean, seriously. Really. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not, but you know. <laughs> There's a lot to offer. There is a lot to offer. It's very yeah. fun. It's very fun. I love doing these conferences. I get to learn so much and I like to learn stuff. Me too. Yeah. There's always more. That's, yeah. That is the cool thing about life, right? There's always more to learn. Yep. Yeah. So how are you, Veronica? 
I'm doing great. Are you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am and I'm not like, I, I feel like I am, you know, in like it's springtime and went for a hike today. And like, it's just, I have the day off. I'm feeling like beautiful about that. And also I just had a really good cry with you. So I'm also feeling the other side of this I, full moon maybe happening yeah. today. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So this season is, it, it has, it has a, a twofold for me, like that spring and there's this renewal part, but also for some reason, like there is the side of, um, of death actually that comes up for me and grief yeah um, just personally and yeah the sign of of spring also is like i don't know it makes me want to hang on to winter sometimes to hang it's too like it's i get overwhelmed that's what happens yes. to me i'm like yes. why is everything growing at once settle down yes. turns let's like <laughs> oh my lord <laughs> yeah and then there's a lot going on you know on on the planet too like everybody starts like waking up it feels like in this hemisphere you know yes like there's so much to do and you know so many things to do and yeah go 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 yeah yep mm -hmm. yeah well and you mentioned it's a full moon so today is a full moon and um i know i did not sleep I mean, I slept last night. When I slept, I slept really good, but I woke up like, I don't know. I stayed up late. I stayed up till like 10 o'clock, which is super late for Whoa. me. Whoa. I know. Yeah, it is. It's way late. I was laying there and I'm like, I just want to keep reading. I'm just going to keep, I couldn't even tell you what I read, but I was just like reading the <laughs> book and just like kind of zoning out. And then I was like, oh my God, it's 10 o'clock. Go to sleep, go to sleep. And then I woke up this morning and it was like 3.45 and I thought, okay, Ugh. you have to fall back asleep. So I made it to like four and then four fifteen, oh And then gosh. that was kind of it. Like I was wow. done. So I got up and yeah, that, it was a short night. And then, oh my gosh, I have to share with you, Veronica, I didn't even tell you this. Um, but <laughs> I, I let the cats out this morning and I, it was raining, which was so amazing. Yeah great. That was probably part of the reason I woke up because it sounded so beautiful. And um, so I let the cats out and then they wanted to come back in. So I let two of them in. And then the third one like was ready to come in and I opened the door and let him in and I shut the door and turned around. Dude is running into the house with this massive rat in his mouth. Oh no. Ooh. I screamed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. I was like, oh my God. And Aaron, my husband, was like, uh, he was, of course, dead asleep because this is now like five in the morning. <laughs> he's like, what? What's going on? He's like stumbling out of bed, like thinking some, I'm like, there's a rat. There's a rat. And then the first, here's my first instinct. Get your shoes on. I got to get my shoes on. Right. I don't want the rat on my feet. Oh, on your feet. Yeah, no, no. Right? I don't want it to run on my feet. I don't want to step on it. I don't want to, I don't want, yeah. I have to have shoes. So I'm like trying to get on. my shoes on with my PJs and their boots. And it was hard. And Aaron was a little mad at me for screaming. <laughs> was the rat dead or alive? It was alive. Oh, no. Kind of big and wet. Because it yeah. was raining. And so... Thankfully, Otter, that's my cat. He was like, I'm going to take this into the bathroom. 
and uh, hide it from everybody. He was feeling really possessive of it. So we could like shut him in there. So my husband went in there with a five gallon bucket, our shower bucket, and like coaxed the running around rat. He first he got otter out, which I could, there was so much noise. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, this is my- What a way I, to wake up. This is crazy. I, well, I was already awake. I'd been awake for like 45 minutes, but- um, but I was in my like morning, like chill. I'm chilling. I got to teach some classes later. So I'm just relaxing. And then, bam, yeah, no, bam, no, no relaxing. So he got, he did not kill the rat. He took the rat outside and he freed it. <laughs> Which I also would have done. Yeah. Even though it's a rat. I always have to check before I let the cats in because they usually, they will have, at this time of year, they'll have something in their mouth. It's been a long a time. A lizard or a rat or a mouse. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's brought anything in aside from like a newt and an alligator lizard. And like, I can deal with that, but there's something about big wet rats. Ooh. Yeah. It's no. gross. Yeah. No. And I love all things, but it's not inside my home. Yeah, not in my house without my shoes on and my pajamas. No. Right. Running free. <laughs> yeah. Running for their lives. Like, it's just, it's not a good thing. Anyway, happy full moon. <laughs> exactly. Anything goes. <laughs> Nuts. Yeah. But I'm sure y'all didn't tune in to listen to me tell my rat story. Although maybe you did. I don't know. <laughs> Well, you have to hear it. So there you go. To get, you to, go. get to the actual topic. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, Veronica? Tattoos as tattoos. magic? As spells. As spells. That's what I think. Tattoos as spells. Nice. I was reflecting on this. I wrote a blog post about this uh, in 2018, 19, 2019. I think, yeah. And um, yeah, it was beginning of 2019, I got this tattoo and I got this tattoo to symbolize a couple different things. One of them was, um, was the, my, my cat that I got after my grandma died, who was really this like grief medicine for me. And also I got this deer. So the cat sitting in the deer's antlers, in case y'all want to know what my tattoo was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's on my arm and the deer really symbolizes my dad and family. And, uh, you know, I just have an affinity for the mule deer. So I got this tattoo and as I got it, I was talking to the tattoo artist and she was saying, you know, tattoos are magic. Every time you get a tattoo, you're really getting a spell woven into your body. And that just struck me as such a powerful truth. Like that's how it landed mm -hmm. for me of like, here you are putting some type of decor decoration um, on your body. But when you do it with intention, it is becoming a part of you. So what does that symbolize? What is the meaning behind that? And it really has lived in me and made me do a lot of reflection on the tattoos that I have. Cause I have several and you have a couple, don't you V? I do. I have two. Just two? Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> the only two that I have have definitely been spells for me. And they've only had like a really deep significance. And since then, I've just been waiting really and feeling like if I, once 
once that comes through to me that I'll know that I need to put that on my skin, on my body, because it's going to last my whole life and I'm going to be buried or burned with this. Right. Yeah. And I, I actually last year had started having this feeling of like, I need crows added to that deer. There need to be crows somehow incorporated into this. And I was able to get in with the tattoo artist, but not until this year. And so um, I went in and got three crows added a few weeks ago uh, or a month, I guess it's been a month ago now. Um, and it was the craziest thing because after, when I looked at it, after she finished it, I, it was like a landing happened in my body of like, oh, I think it's done now. Like it was mm. complete. And like something had really, truly been missing from it. So it was a trip. It was really, I, it was really powerful. I love that you said that because I had that experience with one of my tattoos. Um, I had a, a, me a medicine shield on one of my shoulders. And um, I had, I think two years after I had it complete, I had a dream that I needed to shade in just one one part of the shield like that was it that was like my dream was i needed to shade it in and so i just went back and just had it shaded i was like oh i needed to do this so like and then it was like complete it felt complete i'm like okay it's done like i, I thought it was complete before but now now it really feels complete right yeah. Totally. And, you know, another piece of this kind of integration into self is that whole healing process we go through as, you know, you get the tattoo, then it starts to itch real bad and <laughs> as it heals and it's like flaking and you're trying to take care of it because you don't, you want the ink to settle into your skin and not peel away and, you know, all this stuff. But um, that integration process and I think sometimes we don't know what else it needs until we have absorbed the energy of what's there. Wow. That's good. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I, I looked at it like that at the time, but yeah, right. that makes total sense. <laughs> well, hindsight, you know, it's always 2020. And it shifts too. Like, mm -hmm. you know, the meaning of, you know, the tattoo shifts and changes. I mean, maybe the reason why you got that is, you know, it is what it is, but also it's, it starts to take on its own life force as you're living with it, you know? Mm -hmm. Now, I know your husband has a lot of tattoos. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> has he ever talked to you about his relationship with those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I've asked him, you know, a lot about like, oh, how did this like, I remember I actually was present the first time he got his first tattoo. I remember it being a really big deal because he was 18, you know, and he's like, because his parents weren't going to let him have one before then. Uh-huh. And yeah, and I, I remember being really skeptical because I wasn't raised with that kind of expression being appropriate. Um, so when he was like, he's going to get, he just turned 18, he was going to get this tattoo. And I didn't even resonate with like what he was getting. I was just like, oh, okay, why would you get that? You know, but it like had a really deep meaning for him. I wish you like guys for him. Her on his face because she was like, <laughs> ew. Like her nose yeah, all like, crinkly. Ew. I was like, what? You know, same people get tattoos and you're like, why would you get that? You yeah. know, but it had a actual totally different meaning than I would have, you know, like he shared with me, like this was a really deep part of, like a part of myself mm -hmm. that actually the, 
that it symbolized. I'm like, oh, okay. So it wasn't just the picture or what the word said. It was actually what was behind it for him. So it really had nothing to do with anyone else, you right. know? Right. Yeah. What was it? Can I ask that? Yeah, it was, it's a, it says ace of spades. Oh, okay. And it's a picture of, it was, you know, just a spade, you know, from the and song. It had, from the song. Yeah. yeah. So the song has its own thing. So that's why I was like, oh, it's a kind of a rough song. <laughs> Ace of Spades. Yeah. Right. I was just kind of like, mm. but it had a lot to do with like his internal, what was going on for him internally at the time when that song came and, and spoke to him in, in yeah. a certain way, you know? Um, so that symbolized. And then now that's just a small part of the tapestry that is his body of tattoos. Like, and each one has its own like significance if it's not just like, I mean, he got a tattoo of the goddess and I don't even have that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. It's, it's a big way of, you know, big form of expression for him and for a lot of people, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I know I got my first tattoo when I was 14 and it's a stick and poke, you know, like with a needle and ink and thread wrapped around it. And it's a peace sign on my hand. And I was debating between a peace sign and an anarchy symbol. Of course. So I'm like super glad I went with the peace sign. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time to me, first of all, I was like this like kind of hippie chick, maybe in that moment of like, I believe in peace and love. Why can't we all just get along? You know, that's kind of, that was where I was at. I mean, I'm still there in some ways, but uh, and it, and I was also a rebel. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to get a tattoo. It's going to be so cool. Screw you authority. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my dad actually cried when he saw it for the first time. Um, I kept it under a bandaid for a while. And then when he finally caught, caught on that I had done that, he cried and was really, really sad about how I had ruined this beautiful body that he had helped create and it was like really, yeah, my dad was a pretty sensitive dude. Um, so I felt really guilty. And then I got really angry and I was like, F yeah. you, I can do whatever I want. It's my body. This is my <laughs> body now, not yours. <laughs> yeah, you have no control over me. Uh, I should have got that anarchy symbol. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that was my first you know, first tattoo, first kind of intentional action that I took of melding that in. And I have often thought in the time since, like all the things it meant to me, the person who gave it to me was somebody that I met at a really pivotal point in my life. And um, yeah, just how all of that is interwoven in me in this whole other way, had I not gotten that tattoo. It's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's like no matter what people choose to put on their skin, um, mm -hmm. that that's really. I mean, I could because essentially I'm like, this is gonna be on my skin forever, and I gotta pick the right thing. And but there, no matter what it is, like there's gonna be a story behind it, you know. Yep. Um, and if there isn't, there one will come. <laughs> <laughs> Just from wearing it, yes, <laughs> and embodying it, like you know, because it it lives on you and through you, you know. Absolutely. 
Well, and my first tattoo that wasn't like a, a stick and poke rebel tattoo, I actually wore the symbol as an earring for a year and a half before I got it because I wanted to make sure it was a Celtic knot, but I wanted to make sure like, is this saying the thing I need it to say to my soul mm-hmm. that I'm then going to put on my body? Um, and it did. And I, so I got it and then I was really happy with it. And, and then every other tattoo that I've gotten has like major symbolism behind it. Or it's yeah. been, well, and one, two, wait, I have four tattoos that I got with other people where we have matching tattoos. And Veronica, you're one of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we have we a decided, story about that. <laughs> yeah. We decided to get tattoos uh, to celebrate our connection in our women's circle. Um, we sure did. Yeah. And we went to some dude's garage, right? <laughs> yeah, actually, was, yeah, that is, it was my, uh, my husband's friend's garage because he was experimenting with tattooing. We've got a lot of free tattoos from him. <laughs> dude, should we go get a tattoo from this dude who's experimenting? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be like free, so. <laughs> How bad could it be? I mean. <laughs> Well, yours well, definitely turned out better than mine. Mine turned out pretty well. <laughs> yeah, yours turned out. I think it's location. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we got the triple moon, mm-hmm. which was uh, like, you know, symbolizing our journey um, with, you know, our with each other, with you know, witchcraft, with paganism, with mother, maiden, mother, crone, crone with ourselves. Yeah, um, being women being in circle, you know, with women. And um, yeah, it, it was really powerful. Cause I actually remember, do you remember what we did after we got it, that we walked outside? I don't do remember. remember Tell me what we did. <laughs> yeah, well, it was, we I know it, was night it was night. Yeah, it was night and we stood under the moon and we both like, you, you had yours on your, you have yours on your toe. So you like put your foot out. And I add mine on my wrist and I like put my arm out. It was like, it, it felt like we were like infusing it with the moonlight. Like uh, it was really pretty. It was I pretty do magical. remember that now that you're saying it. Yeah. Um, and I remember we went outside together, but I didn't remember that part till now. So, yeah. 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 It, it was, that was really a special, it was like a commitment almost. It, it was after our initiation. Yeah. I was scared. <laughs> I was. Cause I, I, I don't, I, you know, I don't really, I, I only had one other tattoo, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is really important. Like this is serious. And I, I feel like, yeah, I just, I felt like not everybody would have said yes to that. <laughs> not everybody did. Not everybody did. Yeah. yeah. There was only a few of us that were like, yeah, let's do this. It was just us. Just us. <laughs> I thought I thought we had one other person, but I guess no, that, it was just that she opted out because she yeah. was scared. To, she was like, "No, I don't want to mark my body." Like, yeah. Um, but we were like, "We're gonna do it." <laughs> well, and I remember you got yours on your wrist, and I wanted to get mine on my wrist, but I was going into graduate or I was in graduate school um, to get my marriage and family therapist license, and I was like, "What will that be like for clients if they see it?" Now I'm just like, "Whatever. This is this is who I am." So, but at the time I didn't know, I didn't know what it was going to be like to like be in the professional world. And so I got it on my toe and I, so I actually regret it a little bit. I wish I'd gotten it on my wrist because it didn't turn out as good on my toe. It's real hard, <laughs> real hard to let that heal. 
But yeah. Yeah. And we, we found one of our circle sisters by, she had the same, she had the same tattoo on her back and I couldn't believe, I literally attacked her and I had just met her. Like I literally almost pounced on her back when I saw it and I was like, what's your name? I need, I need to be with you. (laughs) That's not frightening. There's no stranger. I know. And then I, who are you? Like jumped back and was like, Oh, I'm so sorry if that seemed a little, a little forward, but like, look at my tattoo and um, it has a deep significance. (laughs) Do you want to join my group? (laughs) Will you be in my coven with me? Yeah, exactly. It's not like a secret society. I mean, that's when it's like, ooh, you have the tattoo. You have the tattoo already. Like, she already had it. Like, she's part of the group already. (laughs) Totally. That's so funny. I remember that. I remember when that happened because you met her before I did. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah. And and you, yeah. Bring it in. (laughs) Bring it in. But because we have these, we have not only that story, we have, but we also have this, not just the story of getting it, but the story of why, the meaning of why. And forever, when I see that tattoo, I think of you. And Mm -hmm. I think of, you know, that experience and our circle and all we've been through with that. And yeah, it's all right there in this ink. Yep. In my body. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty, it's pretty significant too. I mean, I guess just, I mean, as I've only chosen to have two in my whole life so far, Mm -hmm. um, that I've made that conscious choice that like whatever I'm putting on, on my skin, because I'm going to have it for the rest of my life. And, and, you know, that that is going to have meaning for me, you know? Totally. Totally. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. I, I mean, I just coming back to this idea of the fact that for my tattoos, I got with other people. I think it speaks to uh, my, the investment I have in the friendships that I have and the connections that I have with people. Um, and like you were saying earlier about sometimes, you you know, you might get something that seems kind of like, what? But it has mm-hmm. a meaning. Like I got on, kind of on a whim uh, years ago, I had a very close friend and we got uh, the Chinese, I hope it's the Chinese symbol for friendship, but that's what we thought we were getting. Uh, we both have it on our shoulder and all these years I've been like, that is just not my jam. Like, I don't even know what I was thinking. I, I was probably, re- actually, I was really hungover. And, <laughs> but the meaning behind it and the fact that she and I still share that and that all these years later when we see each other, there's still that like, oh, you know, we have this bond and it's, mm-hmm. it's part of the story. And I think that's the thing I think about with tattoos is they tell a story and it's this map of, of different pieces of your life that other people might not, it's like a different language, right? They don't, it's like a secret code. Other people might not know what it means, but you do. Oh my gosh. I just got really choked up because I'm thinking about my husband and how much artwork he actually has. Yeah. And that I've, I, because I've pretty much grown up with him from his first tattoo all the way till, you know, his last one so far and have been, you know, a part of seeing him, you know, move through his life and how he's chosen the artwork he's chosen and what that's meant to him, that it's pretty much, yeah, it's his life mapped out yeah. on his body. It, it's, 
I mean, when you look at it that way, it's, it's pretty powerful and beautiful when you think like that that's all over you. And that, you know, when you, you know, pass through this world that that once again is going to go, you know, back into the earth and, you know, be part of your story. It's super sacred magic. Yeah. It really is. I mean, I, and I, that is why there's so many rituals cross-culturally that have involved tattoos, you know. Um, they're, they're strong symbols that that live in you, not just on you. Why don't you have a matching tattoo with him? Um, we have talked about it. And we have... Um, Yes. <laughs> Why are you having that face right now? I don't even know what that because means. A lot of, there, there's like, there's been a couple, you know, designs that have come up and we've been like, okay, let's do this. And then we actually had a family tattoo that our whole family was going to do. And only two members or three members actually did it. And I'm not one of them. He's one. Is this and on your brother, side of the family? Yes. Okay. And my brother and my sister, three of them have gotten, and it's a goddess. They've all gotten it you know, in their own parts of their body. And my, what was really cool is my brother's really into the desert and, and the magic of the desert. And he made his tattoo into like a goddess that looks like a cactus. Oh, like, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, but it? I was, I wasn't one of those. I, I chickened out really honestly. Um because I wanted to have my own thing. Like he had his own thing, like the cactus thing and Christopher had his own thing. And, and then my sister had her own thing. And I was like, oh, I need to come up. Like I felt the pressure in, my, <laughs> in the right side of my brain. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. when all my tattoos have come through dreams or just like knowing. So I was just like waiting for the knowing to come but I like pressurized it. So it just kind of faded that way. Right. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Someday though, someday. I mean, I feel like I feel like you know, I need to op like I feel like I have to open myself up to that too. That I definitely have have put it like this is going to be on my body forever, you know, and like it's got to be the right thing. Um, yeah, that maybe that's where it's coming through from a place of fear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Well, I have this one tattoo on my ankle from that is a snake going around my ankle and it has to do with my dad and, um, and his passing, but I got that tattoo and I had tattoo regret, like legit tattoo regret yeah. where I was like, not because of what it means, not because of what it is, but I kept looking at my ankle and I, I was actually sad. I was like, my ankle will never be bare again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And I love, I mean, I love it. I, I, you know, it's beautiful tattoo too. It's yeah, beautiful it's artwork. Great. It's yeah. great. But, uh, it's, yeah, it's just funny. The things that come through. And I remember calling yes. one of our, one of our mutual friends, like the day after I got it and being like, I don't know, maybe this was the wrong decision and I can't go back on it now. And she was like, that's just, that's just tattoo remorse. It'll go away. Just give it yeah. a couple days. <laughs> But I don't think I felt that way since mm -hmm. about anything that I've done since then. So I don't know, maybe it's just getting older. It's kind of like less attachment to the long term. I don't know. Well, our bodies are changing all the time. Like we're seeing it all, you know, even more and more. And it's like, oh, it's just another different landscape. Yeah. <laughs> just another piece of the puzzle here. 
I don't know, but this podcast is making me really, I don't know, it's making me really think about like opening myself up to that. Like that's a beautiful expression, you know? Yeah. Especially how you said you share, you've shared so many with people that you've loved, you know, that that is just a really good way of like connecting, you know, being connected with somebody. Totally. I have this one on my arm. So one of my oldest friends, her name's Andrea. And uh, for folks who have been around the Wise Woman Witchery community, she's taught some classes with me and for me. Um, But anyway, she and I have known each other since we were 11. And I'm still friends with her. She lives in Seattle. And then I have another friend who lived here in, in Sonoma County with me who moved up to Washington and they became friends. And Andrea is an artist. And so she drew this beautiful feather that all three of us got tattooed together. Oh, I love your feather. It's right? so beautiful. I love it too. It's so beautiful. And uh, and what a cool, like, I don't know, just what a cool connection with those people. So then it's not just that we all have the same tattoo. Um, it's also all these layers of friendship and years and connections, like weird the way connections happen. And Andrea drew it. So it's like this whole other layer of her art on my body for always. Um, So you could really just, I mean, you can look at this from so many angles and so many different layers. And I just, now I want to go get a tattoo right now. I know, really, it's making me (laughs) maybe I need to go into a trance and open myself up to, you know, or like do a moon ritual and like, you know. Yes. Well. I love my tattoo artist here. Uh, her name's Jen, and she's at Valkyrie Tattoo. She owns Valkyrie Tattoo. She's an incredible artist. She's super magical. She reads runes. She just, she does all kinds of cool stuff, and uh, and she just is very very talented. And so you're telling me I should go to her when I'm ready. <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you actually that you should get on her wait list right now because it's oh takes wait months. list oh, oh yeah. No. Because I wanted, to, I wanted to get my tattoo with the crows last, the end of last summer. Oh, that's and it right. Took yeah. Me until I think my, yeah, until like January or February. I think there was a COVID burst too. There was, was and like I, I backed burst. out. Yeah. So it was January and I was like, I freaked out and I was like, I, can we reschedule? And so then I went in March. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but still, just, you know, six yeah. months, eight months. So get on our wait list. Make a plan. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll, so then, then I'll I'll pressurize myself that I have six months to have some sort of deep insight. Okay. 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 Never mind. Just just let it come as it comes. Okay. Then make the appointments. I'll and open let myself it... to a dream incubation. It's the full moon that's happening right yeah. now. There we go. <laughs> uh, thanks, Emily. I yeah. love this. this yeah. Perfect. This is really fun. It's fun to talk about and think about. And hopefully we've maybe um, sparked some thought for our listeners. Uh, If you have tattoos, maybe you're thinking about them in a different way. Maybe you were always thinking about them in this way. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have tattoos, maybe you're going to go get one now. (laughs) And cast a spell together. Uh, That sounds amazing. If you do that, please let us know. Yeah, please. I want to know. Please send us so you can hop on over to our Facebook page and leave us some pictures or email them to us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net um, or join the Facebook group and post in there. You know, we just, just let us know what's up. We want to know all the things, <laughs> all, all your tattoo things. 
Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, maybe Veronica and I will get tattoos, more tattoos together. We'll I love that. Would you? What? Did yeah. you say that? Yeah. yeah. It has to be the right one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I have some I have some stuff percolating, dude. So I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> My idea lady. Right. My idea friend. Always more ideas. <laughs> I know. It's exhausting. My poor brain. So it's like bam and then do this and then do this. And I'm like, Yeah, exactly. Keep up. Like, I have this great idea and then I have another great idea on top of it. And then another one. And ah uh... <laughs> seriously, that that's real. That's my reality. <laughs> Sometimes they're great ideas that actually aren't so great. They just feel real great. But the execution of them, not great. <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, we could do this all day. So, uh, yeah. so we'll say goodbye for now. And uh, yeah. And thanks for listening in. And please share with us your tattoo stories. Love to hear them. Keep it magical. Oh, keep it magical. Oh, <laughs> Veronica's always waiting for me to say that. And I totally forgot to say it. So thanks for having my back, dude. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for listening to Witch Next Door. If you like what you hear, you can click the anchor support link in the description of this podcast. And if you want to help other people like you find us, you can do that by... You can rate us, you can review us, or you can subscribe. Right? Yeah. And you could do all those things. You could just <laughs> click the little stars, you know, and give us like You'll some comments. cold stars and we'll comment. Yeah. How was this for you? You know, whatever. Love it. I totally love it. it. That way people who are checking out podcasts will be like, hmm, that Veronica and Emily sound like an interesting listen. I think I'll pop over there or wow, they're off the hook. We'll go listen to them. Those people can't stop laughing. <laughs> must be so there must be something good here. I could use a good laugh. Yeah. Anyway, so do that, please. We'd appreciate it. It does help other people find our podcast. And, uh, and then we also really love to hear from you. So if you have feedback, that's another way to get it to us. Uh, you can also always write us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.